Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me wherever you're joining me. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. If you're joining me on the YouTube channel, you know what to do. It is a Friday, and as a Friday, I wanted to be able to sit back and talk about some things that have been going on this week, and then just some stuff that I had in my in my mind, and I was like, when I, when I say it, sometimes I say things to myself or to um, people that I have confidence in. And I think to myself, do I want to say this aloud? Will people actually listen? I can't be the only one that's ever thought about this, right? So the T20 Cricket World Cup is going on right now. T20 Cricket Cricket World Cup. Um, If you don't follow cricket, you're missing out because cricket is fantastic. Um, And I really love the T20 um, series or the T20 format because it gives it gives it gives me the, the 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 pacing and the speed and the excitement of games that I've grown up I've grown up watching. Um, and and shout out to the West Indies who are participated. And I'm not West Indian, at least not that I know of, um, but I am black. And if you've ever seen the West Indies team, you know they're a bunch of black dudes. But more, more impressive um, is the fact that they were able to win the... Um, T20 World Cup. Now, you might be saying to yourself, well, what's the big deal about, you know, the West Indies winning the T20 World Cup? And and to that, I go, well, you have to understand what the West Indies are. And you have to understand who they beat. See, the, te- the, the the cricket cricket was not built for teams like the West Indies. The West Indies, when you have a um, when you have an ODI, when you have a um, a Test match, usually the West Indies teams are, are losing to the powerhouse, the, nat- the the international powerhouses. Your Indianas, I mean, sorry, your Indias, Indiana. Your Indias, your Pakistan, England, Australia, you know, um, New Zealand is great. I, I know I'm missing somebody and they're gonna somebody's gonna kill me, but understand that the West Indies, when you rank international powers, does not rank. And yet, this West Indies team has been able to win the T20. World Cup, not once, but twice. They won it first in 2012, then they won it again in 2016. This is a series of small little islands going up against giant, massive countries who feed billions of dollars into their programs, whose whose players are international superstars. 
Cricket is one of the most popular sports in the world. It is soccer, then it is cricket, if I'm not mistaken. So for them to be able to win this thing over England, who invented the sport, for them to be able to win this thing over India, who's dominated the sport forever, over Pakistan, who has been, you know, dominant, Sri Lanka, dominant, Australia, dominant, it says something to me because the, the, the thing about the test match that's so difficult is that it involves it involves the stamina. Not necessarily physical, but definitely physical, but really it's mental. The mental stamina to be able to win the T20 World Cup is something, or excuse me, a test match World Cup is something that can't be lost. But in a T20 format, now it's hey, who can rake? Who can who can who can who can score shots? And they have every shot in the book in the West Indies. So shout out to the West Indies. I don't know if they're going to win it this year. I'm 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 watching. They are my uh, they are my adopted team just because of this. I also love India. Virat Kohli, that's my that's my dude. Um, but that's it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. One of the other things I think about playing out is, you know, J.J. Watt got hurt and essentially tore his arm off. Like all of the injuries to the one, it's crazy. But I just started thinking about the way he's been injured. And I'm not a chemist, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a physical therapist, but I've been around sports my entire life. And people who don't do anything to their bodies, they don't tend to get the, that those types of injuries all the time. It's always something that's muscular. It's it's like he doesn't seem to be doing a lot of things or or not muscular, but yeah, muscular or like you know tendons and never really like bones and ligaments and it just feels like you know this is what happens when you overtrain muscles and and, and far be it for me to ever tap dance around a, a a story but i know how you guys get so let me just say this jj watt jj watt has been a fantastic NFL player. Probably had a Hall of Fame career. Has done great things off the field. But these injuries are not conducive with someone who has built their body naturally. The injuries that he has sustained, in my opinion, just my opinion, you can say I'm wrong, are when people are using supplements, supplements, if you're uh, watching on YouTube, I just gave the air quotes, for people who are putting things into their body that allows them to train harder than anyone else can train or anybody can naturally train. 
I look at all of the 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 Mr. Olympias and the the um world strongest men and you know the 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 weightlifters those who do it naturally tend to be they they get injured because everybody gets injured but they tend to be able to do it for a long time and be relatively healthy the ones who use heavy amounts of supplements they tend to break down to a level where it's just one soft tissue injury after another soft tissue injury over and over and over again and it makes you ask the question because when you know the story or at least you know the superficial story because i'm not inside of his world but i look at the way his his story plays out it's a it's a pretty unbelievable story a guy goes to a low-level division one football team a, a low-level fbs football team to be a tight end whatever happens there it doesn't work out they go home year later they reemerge at wisconsin as a walk-on and is a dominant cannot be stopped force as a defensive end and not just like a well you know i was a tight end so i was super athletic and so i um i'm able to use my athleticism to get around people shoot gaps no 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 i'm just bigger stronger faster and just dominate you that's that's interesting to me the whole i go to a place and i and i disconnect for the world for x amount of 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 weeks out of the year every year when i'm training seems weird to me it seems very like what are you hiding like what do you mean disconnect it's just they're just things that raise red flags who who was associated with these types of behavior or not these types of behavior excuse me who's associated with these types of injuries they are people who have over supplemented now in a league where there are probably a lot of people who are over supplementing am i going to lose my mind over it absolutely not i also know that it doesn't matter how many supplements you take if you do not work hard it's not going to matter in order for those supplements to work you have to have a work ethic that allows you to be able to push and train beyond what other people are able to push and train that's the rouge like that's the difference if you have a subpar work ethic then all of the steroids in the world are not going to make you a great athlete but if you have a hell of a work ethic, it can definitely make a difference. And for some who have the level of work ethic as a JJ Watt does, it can turn you from a Mac level tight end into an NFL Hall of Famer. 
I'm not saying, but you never thought about it? You've never thought about it. Okay. You know what? You know what I think people never think about, which I think is interesting? When they look at Lamar Jackson, right? People are coming around. A lot of people realize how great he was. But, and I and I mentioned this because obviously myself and people who um, have followed him and been on the Lamar Jackson bandwagon forever have known this. But Lamar Jackson was legitimately in college, one of the best running backs and one of the best quarterbacks simultaneously for two seasons at Louisville. He was not a he was not a redshirt freshman when he took over the job. He was a true freshman when he took over the job. He wasn't a 24-year-old quarterback when he jumped on the scene. He was 18. When people said, oh my God. Let me show you just how ridiculous Lamar Jackson was. While all of you, while all of you um naysayers are out there pointing to his completion percentage. Lamar Jackson threw 27 interceptions his entire three-year career at Louisville. 27 interceptions from a guy that y'all say can't pass. So he should have turned the ball over more, right? Nope. Well, I don't know. Maybe he didn't throw the ball very much, and that's why he didn't turn the ball. He didn't turn the ball over. His senior year, or excuse me, his junior year, the year after, the year after he won the Heisman Trophy as a sophomore, a true sophomore, he threw the ball 430 times and only turned the ball over 10, only 10 interceptions out of a 430 passes. You're telling me that you didn't see it then? He threw for 300, I'm sorry, he threw for 3,660 yards. More yards than he threw for the year before when he won the Heisman. He had 30 touchdowns passing his Heisman year. He followed that up with 27 and 10 when he was the only threat out there. But that's not all. Lamar Jackson had 1,500 rushing yards his sophomore campaign and 21 touchdowns when he won the Heisman. The next year as a junior, he had 1,600 yards on less carries. 1,600 yards on almost 30 less carries, 18 touchdowns. When you think about the level that this man was at, he was a top five passer and a top five rusher in the in the in college football. The fact that he's been able to go to the NFL and do the exact same thing is mind-blowing nobody has ever done this 
you are witnessing something you have never seen before and you will never see it again. I beg you people, stop trying to analyze the minutia and just enjoy what you're seeing. You're never going to see this again. You never, he is a one of one. I love, I love Malik Willis. I think Malik Willis is the number one, is, is QB1 right now. I don't think it's close. I don't care what people say about Matt Corral. I think he's QB1 right now. He has some Lamar Jackson-like qualities. He's not Lamar Jackson. Man, y'all are witnessing history in the making. Get out your own way and just enjoy this. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me wherever you are joining me. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. If you're joining me on the YouTube channel, you know what to do. Have fun tonight out there for those Halloween parties. Be careful. Be careful. Ladies, we always appreciate what you do on Halloween. Until next time, peace.